Hey everybody, this is the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monkin with me as always, the Mr. Gimpy. What's up, Chip? Damn, What's happening, man? Smooth intro, dude. It was like it's like you're, done, wow. you're, I'm, you're tuning into KQ 105 smooth jazz. I yeah, like I like it. how we're uh, like living on the wire, dude. Living on a prayer. You didn't even do an audio check before this. You didn't do uh, see, oh, make sure we're recording. You're like, we'll figure it out. We're we out here, dude. We're, we're, we're fucking rocking without a condom right now, dude. We're just yeah, man. No parachute, good. dude. We gotta no, land this thing. It. Don't need it. Just gotta pull out when it's time, you know. Yep. Make sure that landing gear is uh, safe and sound. When we'll safe find enough. out when we find yeah. out, dude. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's all right. No pre-flight right. check. <laughs> Making it, it happen, it. dude. Let's go. What you been up to, dude? You, you've been in that Street Fighter world. Street Fighter's taking over my life, brother. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> which I knew it would. Which I knew it would. Yeah. Um, I haven't decided on a main yet. Uh, typically, I've been uh, a Ken main for life really <laughs> you know okay yeah i love i love ken um but uh i might i might main dj in this one wow actually i've been having a lot of fun with him uh his he has uh faints and stuff so you can kind of fake moves and and bait people out uh he has a dial combo that's kind of like uh uh a shitty deadly rave from uh king of fighters and geese howard and uh rock howard and i absolutely love doing the deadly rave it's one of my favorite things because you actually have to you know type in a uh, fucking combo as you're doing it for a super special so it, it feels more more earned you know when you when okay, pull it yeah. off. um but dj is uh he seems kind of like a jokey character but he's fucking strong as shit yeah, you've been um, bodying so, people with him, or are you I, just sticking uh, with Ken online? I've been sticking with Ken online. I haven't t- taken DJ online yet, but I, I com- actually completed his combo trials, which people are like, "Oh, combo trials are actually kind of hard in this." I was like, "Oh." Right. Yeah. So, um, he has a lot of things that are frame advantage stuff or like juggle stuff. Yeah. So um, seems like he's like a higher skill cap uh, character, like but it. risk yeah. reward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and Street Fighter's done such a cool thing with like traditional charge characters is they've given them like a non charge move as well to try yeah. and like there was always uh, a big thing in the past where like yeah. people would uh cancel out before you could charge yeah. yeah 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 yeah. so it's been it's been really fun like kind of learning the new systems and stuff uh the drive gauge and actually uh, i didn't think i'd be a fan of how the parry system worked because unlike street fighter 3 for example where you have to press forward at the exact moment you're getting hit to get the parry this one you press like two buttons kind of like street fighter 5 that where it had its little parry system um but once you press it you can actually hold it and just there's like a gauge that kind of just goes down if you're not parrying um and you can just do it but it, it's you don't have like as good of a frame advantage but you can, if you perfect parry um you you get advantage for like a perfect for like a combo uh, the going out combo breaker and you can, if you get it you can make it kind of act like a block but you can cancel out of it and start doing a, a huge combo so it's it's deep actually it's actually very yeah. deep i feel so um yeah man it, it's been very rewarding uh um, you happy I, with this one man you uh, notoriously yes. said how disappointed you were with the last release uh, yes, yes just on release but i am happy with it it actually um i think the fighting games coming out this year have street fighter has just set a really high bar yeah. um mortal kombat one's uh gameplay trailer came out and I'm I'm traditionally a Mortal Kombat guy. Okay. But, uh, you played uh, was it the I last one? Eleven. I was like, what's that? What was the last one? Eleven that just eleven. Yeah, up? I actually competed in that. I went to. Okay. Uh, I did travel tournaments for that. So yeah, I played yeah. some of that one. That was all right. It felt like a little 
I played it on the Switch, so it probably wasn't the best experience. Yeah. It felt like a little like more clunky uh for me. See, it kind of was by design. Um Yeah. Uh, this so, is like more so, like purpose filled movesets, yes, but it yes. also like because of that though is like is like action pause action pause mm-hmm. or like pause pause action like it's just yeah. I don't know it didn't have like the a great feel but like again maybe that was like a switch as well type of thing a little right. bit of delay there yeah. I don't know yeah I put yeah so I went to uh, Capital Breaker for Mortal Kombat 11 um, did did uh, three online tournaments with it as well it was fun yeah. um, my biggest gripe with it. Excuse me. And why I probably won't take Mortal Kombat seriously for um, like going like traveling or anything, which I don't know if I'll travel for tournaments anymore. But um, is the lack of updates that Mortal Kombat 11 had. Uh, when I went to Combo Breaker, the game was uh, four or five months old at that point, and yeah. uh, the character Garrus had just like a very cheeky uh, positive frame like combo that literally yeah. everyone did. And he was Garrus show, and and it uh, should have been nerfed, which it was. But um, NetherRealm announced that they won't weren't redoing, won't be doing any nerfs until after like the summer or after uh, Evo. So the tournament I went to was before Evo. So I'm like, okay, so we have like half a year of this shitty thing. So then when I get to the tournament, a just good geez. swath of people are using Garrus, and I and I'm not going to use them just out of out of uh self-respect you know for that. Sure. Uh, so yeah and, and people are like oh if you're taking it seriously you should use the the character that's broken like everyone else to give yourself a better chance which true but also it's not in, it's not in me to do that you know but I, like I, also I gotta, like if you I have like forward cheese. knowledge too of like it's gonna get yeah. like nerfed it's like you're really just like uh hurting yourself kneecapping yourself by like very limited like playing this cheesy character when you're like oh by the time evil rolls around like he's gonna be completely nerfed so it's like i'm gonna waste all his time sinking yeah. in this bullshit on this guy yeah. i could be like mastering like who i really want to main or yep. you know maybe yep. have like a backup yep exactly exactly but um overall though i had a great time with mortal kombat 11 uh i met some really cool people um there that i yeah. still talk to today uh and uh, going to some of the tournaments led me to like getting to play samurai showdown early which yeah. ab- i absolutely loved it's a fantastic fighting game um yeah man it's it's uh it's been good but yeah seeing mortal kombat 1 uh it has like uh this crazy new like assist system that looked kind of like marvel versus capcom 1 where you're, where it's bringing like legacy mk characters in as like assists or it might even be it, it looks like they might be doing a tag thing as well but the, unconfirmed right. or it, the, it's at least assists like mvc1 is confirmed but uh looking at it some of the animations looked a little stiff and playing street fighter 6 the game is just like presented fucking gloriously dude and yeah. it's, it's beautiful and the animations are beautiful and i'm just like Sit, man the, the bar keeps the on getting higher the bar man got raised like i'm still gonna get the been thrown. but yeah street fighter 6 man it's it's gonna be my game for a while for fighting anyway but yeah yeah dude thanks for checking up on that because uh yeah like i said man um this summer i, I figured my games would be uh street fighter uh cs2 whenever that launches and uh 
probably like Rogue Legacy too, because you, you you got me that, or you, you got yeah, you got me that game for like Christmas, I think, or maybe I bought that it myself. Like, right. I, I think it was you who got it for me though, because uh, I loved the first game, and we must have talked about that quite a bit. On I think spot. I like was going through like people's wish lists like on Steam, yeah. and I was just like, oh, I'll just buy something yeah. off yeah, their yeah, wish yeah. list. So that and then like you like, try to do the same for me, you're like, why don't you have any real games out here? It's just a bunch <laughs> of like shitty software <laughs> that nobody wants, and I'm like, yeah, bro, that's why it's a wish. <laughs> you're like, man, keep dreaming, bro. And I was like, it's fair true. enough. It's true, uh, but uh, yeah, so. So that game is uh, past version 1.0 right now. So it seems like in a very good state. So um, I, I even told my wife, I was like, yeah, we're just going to... Because when the first game, when I was playing through the first game, it was uh, when we were planning our wedding, actually. So I was working uh, an overnight job. So I would uh, come home and she would work a morning job. So while I was waiting for her to get dressed, I would just play Rogue Legacy, do, do like a run. And then... Yeah. Uh, drop her off at work come back home go to sleep pick her up when when she got off after i woke up and we'd go back i'd play a little bit of rogue legacy then we'd hang out for the day then i'd go to my night job um but she she like fondly remembers that game as well because it's like an interesting yeah. point in her lives or whatever she thought it was and she would always watch me play it so she's actually excited to see that too so this was a nice little bit of nostalgia for it man so yeah well, shout yeah. out shout out rogue legacy devs you know honestly yeah but uh, yeah, dude. And then I got uh, some. You sent me that grid um, overhead uh, thing, so on uh, mm-hmm. Discord for like for like map like game design stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, some yeah. just random like dude like had like his almost like a Pinterest of like here's all the map levels and I'm like oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Which was pretty, which was pretty awesome. So I've I, I dabbled a little bit in Trench Broom. Uh, saturday morning oh i was like getting serious just been doing it so i I just i just like gray boxed almost like in a circle arena just to you know see how how it worked um intuitive fast and like very fast yeah it it took over your life so shout out dude it's like it just makes fucking sense dude like like, there's definitely like a bit of a learning curve like learning like the hotkeys and stuff like the shift Mm -hmm. and like clicking but like once you get in there dude like you just get into a groove and you're just like uh, the only downside about trench broom is you can't like post a reference. Uh, and like, I'm using like this, uh, plugin or like this, not plugin, uh, application called pure ref. Okay. Uh, and it lets you like drag and drop images from your computer, then set them transparent, then allows you to put like your mouse through. So like, I can oh, like, yeah. yeah. So I can have like my main grid and then like a top down and like a side view, uh, yeah. or like, yeah, like, I a, can like just, a Maya or whatever. yeah. And then I just yeah. like, boom, throw pure ref on like that. And then I'm just like boxing out like these like crazy levels like super fast and i'm like damn this is this is all right <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah no i was i was very impressed with it and and uh it looks like it it uh exports to like a normal like quick format or you can do it as like an object right so yeah i was so doing like object exports and going into blender and then moving it to like engine of choice but like you can just import yeah. directly as an object too so yeah no that's that's awesome so i, I was very impressed and i could see why yeah. they did it um, i've had it installed for a while after you mentioned it but i was i never really took the time to jump in yeah just just because i'm, I'm still like it's in my a commitment phase, but it's, it's yeah. it was very fun man so shout out on that but uh dude you've been you've been grinding in the game dev sphere dude before before we bit, get uh, before we get into what's happening in the like the gaming news and the oh apple vr God. headset which i really want to talk about um let's, let's let's hear about you man you just you just completed another just uh, just quick little hitter uh, yeah, we'll another one the, on the pod let's, let's hear it yeah this is a this is a little bit of like a palette cleanser from like what i've been working on which is just kind of like tooling stuff like i showed you like all the tooling stuff i've been working on for making some sort of 2d game uh and you're yes, like yes. what's this for and i was like it's nothing bro i'm just doing this shit for the love of the game <laughs> i'm just out here really yeah. doing the damn thing uh i don't know, like i've been like just trying to learn more about like uh 
modular scriptable things that can like scale you know like yeah. just simple like things where it's like instead of like rewriting code a bunch of times how can i make it as simplistic as possible and like have a, a wide berth of application that can like scale like through like you know hundreds of, of units because like that's like the pack i got off hio is like literally hundreds of units and i'm like i don't want to like go in here and code each of these dudes and i was like yeah. you know well how can i make it so i can have like basic shit like stats and health bars and stuff like uh thing means like interfaces maybe maybe it's inheritables i don't know one of them it's like the one that's like i damageable i attack type of thing and it's like okay. you set up like a, a main class and everything inherits that sounds like inheritances but i think it's interfaces like it's confusing okay. me uh yeah. but yeah, yeah so i was doing that i uh, so just learned that classes and subclasses stacked right yeah so, yeah okay. got it and then so i've been doing that and then uh i was like man i need something i can do and i was like let me make that snake game I've been thinking I've been talking about for years. I've been thinking about for years. I was like, it's just a match three snake. Uh, yep. So and I, I did that, bro. I put that out there. I thought it would take me uh, a day. I was like, this will be easy. Barely an inconvenience. Yeah, I was fucking wrong, bro. <laughs> it was like, it got way more convoluted, way more hard uh, than I would like to admit here. But I'm going to admit it. It, like, sure. it took me like basically a whole week. Like, and I know what most people are thinking. It's like snake. That's a pretty easy game. Like you should be able to like write like just that and like hundred hundred lines of code. And I was like, sure. I got like the basic movement stuff down. I got like an actual snake game working in about like hundred and eighty lines of code. Uh, but yeah. then like when you try to add the match three on top of that, that should start getting like disgusting. So then I like added up to like five six hundred lines of code. I was like, all right, this is why am I doing this all in a, like a player movement script? Let me break this off into like you know simpler oh, you had scripts. It all in one. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. And like things were like breaking. Like uh, it doesn't like if you're like uh, to get the last position, I'll send a position and a list, and then like the first object you pick up would inherit that position. But then like at a certain point, I was like making it so they have to like match length. So I was getting like null reference returns, and then like at another point, like it was like kept pushing back like the player's uh, zero position so i'd end up with like a weird gap that would move through the snake as you deleted things and uh, <laughs> it was a pain in the dick dude. like if i could redo it again like lessons learned is like i would set it all up so it just uses a grid and like keeps a list of that grid objects and then like moves through that instead of uh what i did which was like i had like a grid creates the grid the player moves on that grid every tick uh, you pick up a thing and then like it updates like where that object is on the last tick, but the player has like a list of objects and a list of positions. So the uh, every position inherits like the last position from the last object on the snake tail. Gotcha. Uh, it ended up working. It's all in 3D as well. <laughs> like, what? So I played it. I played the game yeah. like a, good, a good number of times. It's in 3D? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a 2D game that apparently yeah. is in 3D. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's all like okay. 3D objects and stuff. Like uh, at a certain point, like early on development, I wanted it to be like, a, I don't know if you, you're probably all too young to remember this, but the Qbert, where it's like a, no one's a bunch of. Qbert. He was on uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, all right. Uh, so yeah. he moves like Qbert notoriously moves like on squares, like down like a cascading square thing. Uh, and so I had that in early. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah dude, he's known for it. He's kind of known for it, dude. <laughs> okay. He moves okay. on like these like weird, uh, you know, the way they did back in 2D is like it's an illusion of like shapes. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, but like I could actually use like real 3D things. So I had it where like the snake could move up like the grid, like those walls, like early on you could climb up on them and then like i was like oh this is kind of cool and if i had it like cuber where like i can move along like a pyramid and then like the camera like rotates along okay. so you're like moving okay. in like three-dimensional space i got most of that working 
but like end of the day i was like what the fuck am i doing this isn't my snake game i envisioned uh i was like you i got, got a creeped. <laughs> yeah i got feature creeped out of snake game dude. <laughs> like <laughs> i played myself i was like man uh so yeah going back starting over uh, i would just all 2d right from the jump on a grid uh manager and then like another list for positions and then maybe something to like add and remove and then you know something to pick up the combos and keep track of that as well like that also like ended up being a feature creep where like i got like most of the stuff done and i was like all right I need to actually have a score. So then I added like a score and then I was like, all right, well, I have a score. I need to, you know, make it so like if you get a combo, it needs to be a bigger score than like, you know, if you get that match. Yeah. And then after I got the match score and I was like, well, if you got like, two matches in a row, that should be more points. And so then I, I did that. Makes and then sense. like, um, yeah. I did do like balancing. There's balancing in the snake game. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's things you wouldn't think of because like it Just updates when, per when, like the right color spawns, right? And stuff like that. No, like, not even that. I don't even play okay. with that. That's all like a third of a chance, no matter what. It's based okay. on uh, random probabilities. Sure. Uh, what you play with is like the player's movement speed and then the oh, yeah. uh, rate of spawn of objects. Uh, so you want to keep that balance. Uh, so what I initially had to do was just like go down like uh, on like a straight linear line. Yep. Uh, and then like it, it would go down to like 150 milliseconds and I was like playing that and that'd be by like level 10 and I was like, damn, this game's getting fucking hard as shit. Uh, and then so I looked up like online, I was like, what's the average reflex time of people? It's like 300 milliseconds and I was like, all right, so I made a game that's like by level 10, it's only like appealing to like the top 10% of people with like reflexes. And I was like, all right, I need to like have this more of a curve, like a slow curve. So I'd have it like move down like a certain amount up until level 10 then from 10 to 15, like a certain bit and then like after level 15 you're like entering the realm of like the gods uh okay. where like it just goes down to like 150 milliseconds and doesn't uh decrease past that so it's like gotcha. only people like super crackerjack timing can you know get yeah up yeah and, and, and keep especially going. snake does cap you on on speed yeah well. so so i mean that's it's, it's good i don't think it's at 150 milliseconds it's ridiculous but <laughs> yeah dude, but it's a new generation is these kids the tiktok generation dude you gotta <laughs> uh, and also, like uh, a lot of people will tell you this as well. It's like when you're playing your game, like you get good as fuck at your game. That's your own game, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, like yep. by the time, like I was like at 150 milliseconds, I was like, I crash in the walls some of the time. You know, like I was like, ah, you know, I was like, will this be challenging for normal people? And then like, yeah. I had to look it up, and I was like, oh shit, I've been training my reflexes to like uh, mastering it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. So exactly. yeah. So I had like a week of just like playing nonstop snakes. It was, I don't know. It was fun. There's a lot of different like design challenges you don't necessarily think about when uh, you have such a simple game of like balance of like feature creep, uh, you know. And then like by the time I was at the end of it, I was like, I can make a better snake game on 2D grid. And I was like, no, just this is done. Be, like if people like play it and enjoy it, then like maybe consider like making like a part two where I can add like the the full 3D effect of like uh, movement around like objects and stuff. Or like maybe yeah. it could be like on a sphere based like Mario Galaxy style thing, but like mm. I don't think people give a fuck about Snake, dude. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's a, I mean, something Snake I enjoy. I was like really edgy yeah. at this moment. But yeah, yeah man. They, I mean, they ruined everything. We we grew up on the generation with the Nokia phones. And the only game in the town was Snake. So yeah, you bro, your breakouts and your like, sometimes snakes, it, sometimes it amazed me like the high scores that some people had on their Nokia phones. I'm like, God damn, you were bored. Yeah. You know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like how yeah Yeah, it's crazy it is but yeah Yeah. that's awesome you know congrats on another completed project dude yeah yeah thanks man oh like one other cool thing i found was like uh somebody made some sort of like midi ai 8-bit 16-bit sound generator yeah Yeah. so i use that for the music yeah so like i looked up like tetris and i was like what's the uh 
scale it's using. Yeah, I was like, what scale is it using? And then like, uh, what uh, what are the uh, BPMs? And then I set it to that, and I was like, man, this sounds like a really good Eastern Block Euro Trash fucking beat, dude. I was like, it it do exactly like uh, yeah, what I was going for, and I was like, all right, this is nice. Uh, yeah, it's like I should probably generate more songs, but I was like, again, I was like feature creep. I was like, oh, I'm gonna need to make like a, you know, song manager and a playlist. It, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, it's like most people are gonna play this, pick it up, play it, you know, maybe a couple of times and put it down. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You have to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you, you could have done what uh, Tetris did and just have like four songs, and then the person could pick. That way, yeah. you don't have to deal with the playlist. Just a thought. Facts, feature man. creep. Feature creep. Feature creep, dude. That's but, a uh, menu. That's like a song yeah, exactly. manager. That's like another exactly. thing, dude. Right. Then yeah, it'd have yeah, to have yeah. like a start screen, dude. I don't even have a start screen on <laughs> yeah, this, dude. That's true. That's true. You just get right into the action. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude. Like I said, man. Congrats on another completed completed project, man. You're Thanks, still man. grinding and you're keeping keeping it going, man. That's that's very inspiring and it's great. Yeah. Um, and then absolutely. I also uh, after this project finished, I got this other thing. I had to just pull it up. Uh, it's an open source thing. It's kind of like Trello. It's called Focal Board. So I was like, ah, maybe I should use this to help manage my next project so it doesn't get yeah. so out of control. Yeah. I mean, do you use Trello? Because I, I have a Trello still that I can nah. add you to if you'd like, or if you want to use Focus Board, that's fine. But Yeah. I'm just using this Focus Board. It's like free. It runs locally. Uh, it does the exact same thing where I just like drag and yeah. drop things like movement, tasks, all stuff. It sure. also has like a calendar feature in there as well. So I can have it like set up a calendar and be like, oh, on this day, I want to complete this task or. Whatever gotcha. you're doing, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, so for anyone a... anyone who doesn't know, Trello or uh, uh, things like it are like like uh, post-it notes that are shareable. Um, it's it's yeah. very it's very nice for managing just some things in your in your games or your bigger projects. So you, everyone sees the like the cards, and you can uh, just check a card and see like what progress was made, what who's working on it, stuff like that. So yeah, um, just a very good way to to compartmentalize uh tasks that are being yeah. handled if, um, if i was working with like a team of people I'd, I'd i'd use probably trello like because yeah. like, you can assign tasks you can pick up tasks like it's yeah. nice but like it's just me working on like smaller projects so i'm like yeah it's, Definitely. It's, Definitely. i've been using like pieces of paper here like, like a bunch yeah. of like little scrap papers and i was like man you just use the computer for this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know there's yeah. something very good though that feels good about like having like a piece of paper and a pen i'm just like crossing shit out of an act a physical list Yes, sir. I, I, There's I something very kinetic. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I tried it on this uh, focal board, and it didn't quite give me that same visceral feeling of just like uh, yeah, uh, that, like, you know, like, like uh, light from Death Note, and just yeah, just <laughs> eliminate that task. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. exactly. Yeah, dude. Let's uh, <clears throat> the little time we got left. Let's get into some of the news that's happening, man. So at the time of this episode uh, being published. Uh, the Xbox showcase will have started. Oh. Um, so before I want to talk about the Apple uh, VR stuff, but do you have any any uh, thing that you're looking forward to to seeing more about on the Xbox showcase? And right after that, they're doing a full like hour on just Starfield, Bethesda's new uh, IP. The, I'm a little bit excited because what Xbox has been doing is like only shit that's going to ship this year, things that are complete. Like that was at least like their last. Uh, you know, yeah. thing that they did. So it was like games came out as like only on Game Pass and available now. You know, just yeah, like yeah. Shit, so I, I appreciate that. I, I think like getting away from that like coming soon thing that a lot of other places have done are like traditionally it's been like an E3 where yeah. it's like oh this is like a, a pre announcement announcement and it's like I don't give a shit about like what's going to be out in like two years, dude. Like 
I don't even know if like the buyers who are going to E3 cared about shit that was like coming out and like to I guess like pre-orders for like uh yeah. you know big box realtors is kind of like a big deal but like I don't know if you're doing like 3 years out or 2 years like you're more of like quarterly I know you could do like um whatever it's called the uh intent to purchase slips which are can yeah. be used as good as cash for like creditors and stuff so you can be like get a bigger uh credit line uh, for whatever you're doing like as a publisher or you know, a game developer, you might be like, oh, I have like, you know, 20, uh, you know, receipts of people who have interest to buy in this many units. And then like, you can show that to a bank on a statement. And it's like almost as good as cash, uh, you know, especially when it's like a big box, you know, place, yeah. you can be like, you yeah. know, this, you know, huge corporation, you know, has intent to buy. And like, it's nothing. It's just, it means nothing. They don't have to buy or everything else, but like banks care about that shit. Uh, so like I, I could see the value in it for that reason, but I think like most uh, normies who like look at games being like presented, you're like, why do I care about this game that's gonna be on three years? Uh, is there any like real hype for it? You know, like yeah, it sets expectations way too high. So I appreciate that Xbox has just been like, this is what's coming out in the next six months. This is what's already coming out today. This is gonna be on. Yeah, you know, I know they've been pushing Game Pass pretty hard, and eh, yeah, it's yeah. it's all right. Have you been using it? Do you have Game Pass? I do, I do. I've had Game Pass since it launched, really. Um, yeah. And I, I got to play like a lot of the exclusive, like High on Life, um, uh, uh, what's that? Wulong, uh, which I actually really mm -hmm. enjoyed. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, that's that's how I initially played Psychonauts too, which which uh, was one of my games of the year. Uh, was like, yeah. last year? So um, yeah, yeah. It's it's been good. People are all like 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 most of the games on there suck. I'm like. Yeah, but if you look, it has all the AAA games too. So if you wanted to play, like, which you probably already own or already played, but if you really think about it, you don't have to do that now. Oh, Forza Horizon yeah. Five, put the shit out of that on Game Pass as well. Yeah, so, you know, which we tried to link up at one point on that, but it just never, never happened. But yeah, yeah so man. so I think I think um, today uh, for me, I'm hoping to see some concrete things in the new Perfect Dark reboot. I'm very curious on on what route they're going to take because. Um, as we've mentioned on the podcast, I think Halo has run its course um, in the zeitgeist. Yeah, uh, just Microsoft's Even mishandling of it, three four three mishandling it. I, I think that uh, it left a bad taste, and I think you that they announced a the marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. You excited at all for for a marathon reboot? <laughs> I am actually. That's like the one thing on that Sony uh, state of play thing that came out where that like floored me uh, with attention yeah, just like, um, All right. famously I, I absolutely love the marathon series as Bungie, bungie's first uh, fps trilogy um very similar to halo a lot of uh, stuff that happens in halo happened in marathon first uh Durandal was like the main rogue ai in marathon which um is very interesting so what they're doing with the new marathon and i'm getting off track but i'll just mention it real quick is it's going to be a uh, extraction shooter much like tarkov or the cycle oh. or things like that with uh, three-man squads uh going in um so it'll be pvp pvv um i think with bungie's uh knack for a very kinetic gameplay loop that uh this could be really big for the extraction shooters genre um so i'm i'm waiting i'm waiting patiently for marathon there's going to be an open beta i believe um very very soon like towards the end of summer i believe um so i think marathon could be like the next big thing um yeah. we'll see we'll see but um as far as as um, like microsoft the microsoft's end uh you know perfect dark i think they, they've tried to piggyback on it and use it as like the launching point in the next big fps franchise on the 360 era and perfect dark zero just wasn't it 
Uh, but the yeah, what's up with like, that? Did were you ever into Perfect Dark? The first game, I really liked the single player in the first game. I was game. just Goldeneye. It felt like to me like people were like, I'm either playing this Goldeneye multiplayer or we're playing Perfect Dark. And I don't did Perfect Dark have multiplayer even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect yeah, it just was the same with Goldeneye, but with more weapons, more yeah. Maps. It just yeah. felt like uh, it's too complicated for most people. I felt like most people just want Goldeneye, dude. Yeah, but it's because like Perfect Dark had like guns that could like literally had wall hacks and shit, and <laughs> so I mean you know. It's, it's a little rough, but yeah. for people who like mastered Goldeneye, Perfect Dark was the game. But wow. that being said, um, no game from that era outside of like Medal of Honor, which really had its major, major resurgence in like the mid two thousands. Um, but you know, it, it was initially launched like ninety eight, ninety nine on the PlayStation. Do you remember um, Operation Winback, bro? Oh hell yeah, dude! Did they ever reboot that game? <laughs> I wish that'd be great. Did yeah, that was like a song. That, like yeah. it was broken though, like at first, but it was fun when it worked. Heck yeah. yeah. What was that other fun. game? Is it Time Splitters? Time Splitters is Time Splitters 3 is apparently in development. Free Rabbit. All right, because that game I know a lot of people fucking Time Splitters 4. Time Splitters 4. Love Time Splitters, dude. 100 percent Yeah. Uh, uh, Time if we're talking about like that, old school like reboots or shooters that people enjoyed kind of I know like uh Turok, Dinosaur Hunter dude, that had some really fun multiplayer as well. I know I like played I only played single player for that. But. Yeah, I think like a lot of people hated like the single player aspect of like because the game plots start becoming so convoluted every game that they made like <laughs> by the la- time the last game happened like it didn't even make any sense it became like cartoony madness uh, and not in a good way <laughs> yeah the same thing kind of happened with uh dino crisis as well oh dino crisis the third game you were in space with space yeah <laughs> i'm all for that dude like i think like they could have gotten away with it too if it hadn't have been for those shitty camera angles, dude. Like their camera <laughs> system was just trash, dude. But it I think like trash. the concept of dinosaurs in space, like this, I feel like that's the campy nonsense people are here for, you know? Okay, okay, I can see that. But yeah, man, I think I think I'm looking forward to Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark, um, and to see kind of what's going on with Avowed, uh, and uh, what. And they they always announce something that's like a, out of left field, but interesting. I know Forza Motorsport, like instead of Horizon, they're on the regular Forza series now. I know that's going to be announced, and they'll probably do like a nice big showcase on that. Um, which I was, I've, they... I've been contemplating getting a racing wheel for a while, but okay. Horizon kind of do wasn't it. it. I, I kind of want to play it on like a, just tracks. So Forza yeah. Motorsport would be would just a, a little pro tip. That's probably not such a pro tip, but like every Christmas those fucking racing wheels go on sale, like the nice ones. Yeah, uh, like the hundred eighty dollar like Logitech ones go on sale for like ninety bucks for like the full kit, and you're like, damn. Yeah. And every year I look at it, I'm like, I should buy this. Yeah, it's usually two hundred dollars. Like this past year, uh, yeah. I was thinking about it. you. You like put the seed in my head, dude. So now I'm, I've been looking at wheels and stuff. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't even play racing games like that. But but you could, dude. Imagine Forza. Exactly. You put exactly. it on your HTC Vive. You have it streaming from your PC, dude. And you're just in the cockpit living, dude. That's true. That's true. But yeah, man. Uh, any, uh, what about you? Anything that you're kind of looking forward to from the Microsoft Showcase? Um, if if uh, anything. If we're just talking about kind of like recent announcements. Wasn't the, there like a, a new Resident Evil game? Did they announce that? It was like Matt Mercer and like Jill Valentine. <laughs> like chilling. That was uh, Matt Mercer. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, they put it like in the uh, trailer for it. It's like Matt Mercer. Like, why well, put this voice actor's name out? Like. He's, he's, he's not a character in Resident Evil, dude. That was in the <laughs> PlayStation stuff. That was in the... Uh, yeah. So Resident Evil... Is Matt Mercer going to be a playable character? It <laughs> has like a VR mode that's coming uh, for PS, PSVR 2. Um, oh, what else? 
Yeah, there's a, a new movie that's coming. Court of Zombies coming ahead of yeah. you. Roll yeah. for initiative. So Resident Evil. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was. I watched that like trailer and I was like, oh, this is. It looked fine. I don't know. It was like Escape from Alcatraz map. Yeah, and, yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, basically Resident Evil All Stars. All of the main characters are are like going on like an island vacation and obviously zombies happen so yeah. <laughs> can't get away from one yeah 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 so you have uh chris chris redfield claire redfield jill valentine leon kennedy all in one money making better oh yeah and rebecca chambers as well from Resident Evil right. who never gets i feel like they just stop so. coming up with characters after playstation 2 they're just like fuck it this is it yeah yeah, which is fine though. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I like personally, I'd like uh, Sheva Alomar to come back. I thought she was she was a fantastic character in Resident Evil Five. Um, Capcom actually had their a survey saying which Resident Evil would you like to be remade next. Oh. Uh, everyone seems to think that Five will be the next remake, but for me, man, I I want them to do fucking uh, Code Veronica. Yeah, I do. Read yeah. my read my mind, dude. I was like, oh, "What yeah. about Code Veronica?" I feel yeah, like, like it like slept on a little bit. Five, five came out like you know a decade ago. It's 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 new enough, you know. Uh, how are they going to redo like the co op if they do co op? Like, it, there's so many questions with that. I was like, "How about you like keep that on the back burner?" But until then, get motherfucking Code Veronica up to speed, and then we're good. Yeah. And, I felt Code like, Veronica kind of had like a unfair shake of when it came out too. It was like right when the just, consoles switched cast, up yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like a Dreamcast Dream, exclusive, which Dreamcast is a dead exclusive, count. Yeah. And, then, and then came out um, for the PS2 much later, and then got yeah. like a multi-platform release way later, which is way past the game's like life, like initial life cycle. So it was just for yeah, fans, like already. story-wise and everything or, else. Yeah, like, yeah. So I feel like Code Veronica, uh, which which if those who don't know, Code Veronica is the true Resident Evil Three. Um, yeah. So. Um, I feel like a lot of people get like lost in the story. Like Resident Evil Three that we got is I don't blame them. This story, the story's so convoluted of Resident Evil. It wasn't Evil, convoluted dude. at that point, though. Yeah, at it was pretty point, straightforward. It, yeah, it was so straightforward. And and I remember um, the after uh, Code Veronica gets convoluted. The guy at the game store gave me the uh, little you know DVD, which explains the story. Yeah. Uh, to the like the workers there, so the, the Capcom like gave out disc of so people could get caught up to like know the lore. Oh, it was it was all right. Yeah, but yeah, man, Code Veronica. Let's let's, let's do it, Capcom. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, man. Uh, if people uh, want yeah, so, uh, five, give them what they want. Uh, as far as like Xbox, like that's what I'm most excited about is just like their commitment to uh, deliverables. Uh, and like I don't know, it also kind of works like if you're not putting out product on store shelves too. True. Like that was because if they're just like, oh, it's coming right to Game Pass, you can just be like, and it's out like in this six months Damn, or this here. You, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas like if you have to work with like big box realtors like you need more leeway you need to like build up hype so people actually go to the store to get you know product definitely it's a change in world man i don't know yeah, uh, and i know microsoft has bought up a bunch of developers too so it's mm-hmm. like it's such a roll of, of the dice of like what the fuck's yeah, even going to yeah, be there like, you know shut up right i, yeah. I guess we're going to see some more stuff on hellblade 2 today as well um, all right uh Hellblade's all right. I don't know. They do a very good cinematic experience. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, never yeah. really been for me. I don't really like the, uh, like concept thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't like games that like fucking whisper in your ear. Like that shit annoys me. Like I have really good fucking hearing dude. Okay. Uh, like even like the game I put out where like I put out games and like, I usually set the volume to like 50 to like 30% of like the max sure. volume. Sure. Uh, for games I even make, and you're like, man, this is kind of quiet. And I'm like, bro, it's a lot of shit to me. Like, uh, so I don't like games where it's like 
people are like whispering or talking in your ear and like just fucking with you. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know. Like it's loud as shit. It's not even whispers to me. I'm like, God damn, dude, you shut the fuck up. I'm trying to play a game. Dude, it'd be like having like somebody like an annoying little brother in your room. But if they only like spoke gibberish, <laughs> like, like this isn't scary. It's just fucking annoying to me. Like, I don't know. And that's, that's a me thing, dude. I know like a lot of people love that game and the franchise and uh, the psychological aspects of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, graphically, it's like an amazing looking it's game. Beautiful, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no complaints. Uh, I, I see why it's a uh, people are looking forward to it, you know. Yeah, so so getting to the final topic today, and then we'll, we'll, we'll does Microsoft have well. any big Ted pulls left? No, I mean, they're trying, Forza. right? What, yeah, Forza, Forza. yeah, I feel like um, they kind of gears kind of, but they really shit the bed the last couple of years with it. It seems like it's past its its prime, it's looking um, a little long in the tooth, like the t- style of gameplay, like, yeah. It's a, I don't know how you could bring it to like modern times. I feel like everything's moved on more towards like an arcade esque shooter. Whereas like yeah. that game was kind of like a, it was like the fighting game of shooters, dude. Whereas like it was a series of block parries, movements, yeah, and like true. using the environment to close in on opponents to like slice them up. True. Like they're being, yeah, it's the only game doing the cover shooter shit still. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. And like, I don't know. This is all right. Uh, uh, and like, I, they're, horde mode people love that but like yeah. even that's gotten worse over time somehow like True. yeah man it's uh yeah they're big tadpoles like gears uh halo uh what was the one that we we're just talking about the lady perfect dark perfect dark dude yeah. i don't even you know it doesn't roll off the tongue doesn't not really <laughs> memorable and they, they haven't like really done anything with it in years as well yeah. Uh, yeah. uh yeah oh banjo kazooie could be huge for them like if they do like a if they actually did something with it yeah yeah, yeah don't they own like all of rare like they do there's, there's they some do. bangers in rare dude those are some big tadpoles i feel like for the old old folks especially if you're just going right to game pass yeah uh, mm-hmm. i know like the new mario has set the bar fucking extremely high if you talk about like street fighter setting yeah. like the fighting game standards yeah. dude like mario set like the platforming standards to like another Should level it. like collectathons dude like yep yeah, yeah man you gotta you gotta bring you can't just be like oh yeah you guys just work on this yeah, thing for you gotta bring your shit you yeah you can't just like I, I feel like they learned that with like a ukulele when they they brought that game out and people are like this is all right but yeah. it doesn't have like all these modern features and they're like we made a throwback game bro like yeah, yeah, <laughs> i don't yeah. know what you want the they're like we want the ukulele sequel was fantastic though um, yeah uh, without um getting too over here we're a little over our time but uh uh Apple has announced a VR headset. Yeah. Um, uh, it's three thousand dollars. It's as much as a car, like a used car, dude. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's now the most expensive. It's 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 not even meant to compete with like the Varia Neo or or any it's its own like, thing, super high end headsets that are like five K or something. It's like such a weird price point to jump in at. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think that do you welcome more like competition in the VR space? Or do you think that that Apple's wasting their time or what's up? It looks like a waste of time. Like I don't know. It looks like it's supposed to create like better productivity and interface with like Apple products. Uh, but like again, man, like you. We always go back to like the minority report, like throwing your hands in the air and shit. Like people don't want to yeah. fucking do that, dude. Like you think you do. Like there's like an actual physical condition. I think it's called like gorilla arms. If like you're throwing your arms up in the air for too long, like it'll fuck up your arms, dude. Uh, I don't know. They did that kind of like that cool thing with like the gestures of like how like they're like using their fingers like a point and click, almost like a joystick in the air, and like that was pretty dope. Uh, I don't like the eyeball 
LCD overlay for like the face, like this kind of dystopian and creepy. I don't <laughs> think they needed to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the product is for. Like, I think it's maybe geared towards like uh, businesses, but I know like Bed is already kind of entrenched in that space now, but yeah. I don't know. And like, I don't know how much of an outline moat apple has in that space i know like microsoft's really like the king of like you know corporate business to business software so if they're not like doing anything big with like vr in that space like i feel like most people like most businesses don't give a fuck because they don't want to like try and transition over or like bring their workflows over uh and like meta's run into that problem with their prosumer thing and yeah, and uh, uh, HTC is probably uh, outside of Meta is the leader in the business class uh, VR. Um, yeah, especially and, like industrial stuff. Yeah, and no one sees a point to upgrade. That's that's like one of their biggest problems. Is like, yeah. like okay, this shit is working fine. Maybe um, if they, so. uh, I don't know if you watched the Nvidia presentation, but they have like their Omniverse thing where they can simulate yes. environments, industrial environments for like warehouses and stuff for like collaborative efforts. Maybe if there's yeah. like some kind of plugin for that workflow, that would be dope. But I don't like it's like architecture, like, you know, industrial uh, training stuff. There's a wide swath of applications that I I don't know enough about, like Apple's side of like how many people are using like Apple. I know like in graphic design stuff, it's been big there, but like most people just want to like be able to draw and shit. And like, you know, I don't know, like we built like good tools for how we already interface with the world. So... Like I said, man, I've messed around with like the Adobe like VR sculpting tool that's like in Meta, and like it's fun, it's really good. Blender tool for for doing the VR sculpting works really well as well. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, So the tools are cool. Like it seems like like uh, this is like the one headset announcement that didn't move the needle for me at all. I'm like, why? That's like that's the biggest question. I I don't get it. Even even like the dedicated VR outlets that that cover this shit. They're trying to make it a big deal, but then you like watch like a full review of it or like a preview of it, and they really they they have no fucking care. Yeah. I, I feel it's gonna be dropped by Apple within the next year and a half, and it's just gonna be an R and D failure. And they just had to push pump it out, and the people who are left holding the bag. It's gonna be the Google Glass, <laughs> Google Glass, but for Apple, yeah. And I mean, it's not like Apple hasn't had failed product launches before. Like there, yeah. there's been there's been you know a few. It's gonna are... be the Microsoft Zoom all over again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, I, I will say one thing that they do have going for it is they do have a wall garden. They do control like you yeah, know. Do. Yep. So like, if they want to shift you into making a great end user experience in VR throughout all of their applications on your phone, on your desktop, on your you know tablet, they have yeah. the ability to do that. Like, I see no reason why they couldn't just be like, oh, now you can stream like applications directly from your your iPad directly onto this, and it works seamlessly and it it's great and it's amazing and it's better than you could ever hope for with like tactile now uh you know touch applications for like you know you can slice fruits in fruit ninja reach out with a sword and do it but it just works because like we have like the you know augmented reality controls on the front end uh that we just implemented across all ios store front stuff so i don't know so they do have that you know uh, I'm sure. How long till their Beat Saber clone, dude? 
40 Do they minutes, even try? 40 minutes <laughs> post-launch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they'll probably just port it, honestly. Cause they, they, I don't know, man. Meta owns it, dude. This, this is what the other thing uh, Meta did was buy up all the developers. This well, why yeah, yeah. kind of been a drought. Owns it, but, but Meta likes money. They'll, they'll, they'll port it if they, if they have They are bleeding them. money, dude. Like if they yeah. could, I don't, But they haven't really put out shit everywhere else, dude. Like That's the thing. Um, uh, they like money, but they like... They want to win, dude. That was like the memo that came out. They're like, we're trying to win. Yeah, <laughs> they want to win yeah. VR, dude. We'll see if, if any of their exclusives come to PC VR in the next couple yeah. of years. Because I really want to play Asgard's Wrath 2. Yeah. Um, it it should have already been a no-brainer, be, dude. It's, it's going to be a like headset release, so I can't emulate it on anything. So I'm hoping it comes to Steam, but we'll see. But yeah, yeah. Man, let's uh, end it here. Um, oh, any, the other big uh, yeah. concern for developers with Apple stuff is like it doesn't use xr stuff it's like its yes. own little thing yes yeah yeah it's gonna and like everybody all kind of agreed on to use like xr and they're like bro yep. what are you doing <laughs> like you just yeah uh, i don't know so like apple always mm-hmm. has to be the fucking in, in, fucking special jewel in the room you know it's, yeah yeah it's fair yeah yeah let's let's all agree upon a standard apple comes in and we're not using that well fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're not using flash anymore dude yeah exactly but uh yeah dude i think that's that's uh where we'll end it man i think we're we're in for stu- some some interesting stuff like i said the summer's gonna be awesome for gaming yeah. um uh, you know some stuff that i want to talk about next week would have to do with um the pending launch of the aew f- um, wrestling game uh the ah. big sports game news which which i know people are all like oh sports games let's not I'll talk about yeah, it but see what happens with this microsoft drop important uh, role in the gaming sphere and i'll, I'll talk more about it next week but uh, hey. yeah, for, for a little preview a little, little, little tease little tease there. a little but, taste uh, but uh, yeah, for for uh, it's been the combo wobble podcast. It's been the longest been exit ever, Chipmunk. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like share, subscribe. Fuck you. <laughs>